0: Hi guys, this is podcast number three. Um, I have made other podcasts recently, but i um, had some technical issues, so hopefully this one will be okay. Uh, but podcast number three, and today's question has came about via um, a time of reaching out earlier on, just reaching out, sharing my faith on the streets, and a guy had asked me about Cain in the Bible, so Genesis 4, Adam and Eve's son, Cain and Abel, of course Cain murders Abel, but who did Cain marry? and a couple of suggestions were made from basically that the bible was promoting incest um, and also sometimes you often hear people asking, well where did this person come from um, as to whether or not it was a sister but in terms of that, that question there where did the woman come from well what i would say is god could clearly have created other people that he didn't tell us about um, as well as adam and eve in a separate geographical region um, that is possible Uh, The other possibility, obviously the most likely one that we go with, is that it was Cain's sister. And the reason that the names weren't down is that women's names weren't often mentioned in Hebrew history or genealogies. The women's names weren't in the list. It was very often the men and the women were excluded from the list. So um, that doesn't mean he didn't have sisters. It just they didn't happen to be written down. So, So that then implies a whole range of other thoughts in people's mind is, well, does that mean that the Bible promotes incest then? And why would, it, why would it let that happen? Why would God let that happen? Um, well, God clearly tells us in Leviticus 18 that people, that that type of um, relationship is outlawed. It's sinful. So any relationship with a blood relative, um, blood relation, a sister or you know, anyone, a relative, any even cousins, it's, it's an outlawed relationship. So God has specifically told us in Leviticus 18 that that's something you should not do. Um, It was the Egyptians who around them. You're not to be like them. So God had specifically outlawed this practice and said it should not be done. So that conjures up. Well, why was it different then in Genesis 4? Well, the question arises, well, is the practice outlawed because it's inherently sinful per se? Or is it for another reason, which I'm going to describe now, which is genetic disease? Well, it doesn't specifically tell us anywhere, even though it is repulsive to us that god specifically hates incest um he certainly could hit the consequences but i believe it was outlawed specifically because of the risk of disease why do i say that well adam and eve we can imagine that we're likely without genetic defect why was that well process of dna replication is what inevitably leads to mistakes in copying and producing mutations in, in their dna which leads to genetic disease so genetic disease comes about because of DNA replication there hadn't been any DNA replicated in the case of Adam and Eve Eve, uh, that there would have been further down the line so the disease that would inevitably come, especially when DNA is very similar wouldn't have happened so we can definitely imagine that the first people would be without genetic defect so Adam and Eve's children then would have been allowed to marry because there was no possibility of genetic disease that possibility obviously did come about with DNA replication um, and then that's why God in Leviticus 18 then tells us he protects his people from genetic disease and i think that's the motivation so the most likely scenario uh, we don't have all the details filled in was that Kean was allowed to marry one of his sisters most likely it could have been someone else but one of his sisters because there was no risk of genetic disease being passed on at that point clearly now that's not the case almost instantly another generation later it would have been the case and it was specifically outlawed and that's obviously why we would um shudder at such a thought um which is obviously very distasteful to us now the other little implication from today's um, conversation i just throw in very quickly here was the idea you hear very often said that adam is not a historical person or someone else in the bible wasn't a historical person specifically adam he represents mankind and he's purely figurative well i just want to basically refute that idea by saying that adam was repeatedly referred to in the new testament Um, Paul repeatedly talked about Adam historically, Romans 5, 14, 12, 21, 1 Corinthians 15 and 11, verse 8, um, Philippians 2 and chapter 3, 1 Timothy 2, verses 11 to 15 as well. Um, We also have Jesus mentioning him in uh, Matthew 19, verses 4 to 6, and then also in Mark 10, uh, in 6 to 9. Um, So just looking at the scripture in Matthew 19, um, Jesus says, in verse four, he says, haven't you really replied that at the beginning, the creator made them male and female and said, for this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife. And the two will become one flesh. So they're no longer two, but one flesh. Uh, and the other scriptures I said was Mark 10. It says Jesus talking Mark 10 and <clears throat> verse six. And again, it's the same. The two will become one flesh. We know in Luke's genealogy, in Luke chapter 3, it mentions Adam as it does, it's mentioned historically in Jude um, verses 14 as well. So Adam was a historical figure, not just figurative, um, as he was recognized by many biblical writers, including Paul and Jesus himself. So we can say that Adam was a historical figure. So any comments or likes or any any input you have on this recording today, please drop them on on the link there. Uh, Many thanks for listening today.